This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. And we are live here on the Props YouTube channel for the Wednesday edition of the Daily Juice podcast. My name is Matt Peralta alongside Dave Sherapin. If you're listening on the podcast afterwards, you guys know this drops around 3 o'clock Eastern time. Always live, though, if you want to watch and play along and be a part of the live chat, which is becoming like the Bostonian versus the book Discord. 13 people, Dave, waiting for the show to start today. That's a new high for us in terms of people waiting for us to get going. And while we're talking about hats and buying things in stores in in Vegas, (laughs) people are kind of doing the whole like the the meme, the kid meme of like tapping on the desk going, okay, guys, time to start the show. What's going on? How are (laughs) you? Oh, man, I'm good. We got got a lot to talk about. Uh, We talked about a lot of stuff yesterday. Uh, and again, we, you know, maybe did we ruffle feathers? Did we, did, did we, did we, you know, get some stuff going? I don't know if we did or not, but it was a good conversation. People had, you know, obviously that story was a very big one with the DraftKings story and people have some very passionate opinions about it and people on your side of the counter get frustrated when these things get pointed out because we're not going into the nuances and we're not going into the real in-depth weeds of the topic. We're talking about it kind of from a, you know, it's not a superficial conversation, but we are going into the full depths of like everything that's going on at DraftKings around what's happening involving betting. We're just talking about this one instance on prop betting where Draymond Green's props are paid out or not being paid out. And so it gets headlines and then people who are in the business for 30 years get pissed off because I'm talking about things that are from a better perspective. And they're like, yeah, but there's A, B, C, D, E, F that you guys aren't talking about. Right. And I get that. But we're not going to go into that stuff because the average person has no clue what we're talking about when we're talking about those things. So- yeah, definitely not. I mean, it, and and again, it was a, it was a good conversation that was. Um, uh, that's funny. Oh, you Alex calling me right now. Alex calling me right. Now. <laughs> One of our <laughs> bosses calling me. He's calling me that's right great. now. He doesn't what know the shows right now. Is? Of this course, not, no one knows this. I, I, my whole career, my, my bosses never know what time the shows are ever. It's always the running joke. That like, oh, yeah. Aren't you on the air? Yeah, I'm on the air. Oh, right sorry. Now. Right now. Um, yeah, but no, we, you know, we had some good basketball games yesterday. They could have used Draymond yesterday. Uh, Golden State in Memphis. Uh, 10 games. You always like more? to jump ahead. You even know the rundown today. You always like to jump I ahead. Didn't, I didn't even Hold look. I, I got to be honest. I didn't even look. I was worried about, look, he's calling me again right now. He's calling me again right now. I don't even know what to say. Just just set your ringer off and just let it go to voicemail and just be like, hey, man, we're on we're on air. We're on your YouTube channel right now. Talking talking on on your job. Before we get to basketball and before we get this just popped, this is not on the rundown, but I want to get your kind of your straight take of this because you may not have seen this, but I am. I don't want to say stunned, but I'm pretty impressed here at this. And this is the Big Ten schedule would have come out. 
Okay. So I've gone through this. I know you're just seeing this for the first time, but I've gone through this. Look at Purdue's schedule. Purdue may be the team to bet here coming into not to win the Big Ten, but to get to the Big Ten title game. This came out this morning about a half an hour. Are you talking about football right now? Right. uh, Absolutely. I always talk. I love scheduling talk. I love to let it go. We don't even. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not letting it go. No, no, absolutely oh not. No. Goodness. So I want your reaction to this schedule. Okay. So, so they're playing the Penn state right away. Not, okay. They're at home. They win that game. They're losing that game. Next. Your team stinks. Okay. Next. <laughs> <laughs> they're winning that. So Aiden O'Connell's coming back. This team went nine and four last year, hung a 48 burger on Tennessee during the bowl game. Tennessee's they got, not good. What? Tennessee's not good. Um, We're talking about the big, we're talking about the big, Talking about the Big Ten here, I, I mean, I think it's all relative to say Tennessee's not good. I, I don't know how good the Big Ten is, to be frank. We saw I don't know game. either. After so, watching so, that championship game, right. everybody's so, a notch below that stuff. So what? Are, so what okay. do we do? So, so before we talk about like poo-pooing the the SEC or the or, or Tennessee, let's be careful what we're, what the Big Ten is here in this pecking order conversation. But they don't play Ohio State. They don't play Michigan. That's good for them. All right. Home yeah, home schedule is Penn State, Nebraska, Iowa, Northwestern. The road games are Maryland, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana. They have a six-year quarterback coming back who put up numbers over 3,000 yards for six years. How does that even possible, let alone get to play football? The COVID extra year. Oh, okay. He, Fair. he exercised right. the COVID year. Good for him. Okay. So he he redshirted for years, COVID year, back again. Okay? Gosh. So back again. I mean, this is, they went nine and four last year, and they've got a six-year quarterback coming back with a veteran offense. Purdue is going to be a team to watch next year. That is an incredible schedule for the Boilermakers next year in the Big Ten. Incredible. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. I, I mean, I can't even believe. Who do you like on that? Who do you like in that division? They're not playing that. They're not playing Ohio state in Michigan. It's huge for them not to play those two teams. Isn't Wisconsin always favored in that division of all way. They're always favored in that division, but you've got them. It's one game and it's before your bye week and you kind of empty the tank. Hey, if, if, I'm, if I'm playing one game for that team to win the division, you know what that's going to wind up looking like for, right. You know, the, the odds of Purdue to win that division. It's going to be I, great. I can't believe you just glossed over the Penn State game like that's a win. You just put that right right through. Well, it's the, op- the reason why, because it's the opening. It's the opener. Okay. And you've got Sean Clifford coming back. So okay. another sorry. quarterback. Thank you. I think. But Clifford okay. Like so I'm sorry. Here. I'm taking O'Connell. I'm taking O'Connell over <laughs> Sean Clifford any day of the week. Okay. Sorry. It's a de- <sighs> it, You have a detriment that the guy, that guy's coming back. I like his toughness. I love his leadership. I love what he stands for. He's just not that good. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You're the I whole, mean, you can prep for Penn State the entire fall. Get ready for that game at home, home opener. Oh, boy. Um, interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Are there even odds on that yet? No, There's no, no odds no, on no, that no, to no, win the no, Big no. Ten. Good. I'm just saying, this it just came out like 10 minutes ago. This, this is just schedule just came out. I mean, See, Nebraska like, and Northwestern. You're calling the book right now. When are you going to have odds to win the Big yep. Ten? The schedule just came out. Like, Absolutely. I'm that guy. Sure. 
I'll be looking for it. Absolutely. I mean, I want the first odds on this to jump in. And you give me like plus 600, not to win the Big Ten. They won't win the, they won't win the Big Ten title game. To win, their to, make, to win their division. You get me to win the Big Ten West? Hell yeah. So Iowa, no. They own, they own Iowa. Okay. Uh, Wisconsin, they got to win the game. Tough. And then, yeah, but, but you the could lose other to one in there. You could lose to Wisconsin and still get there. You're worried about Nebraska? I, I mean, no, I'm not worried about Nebraska. Do they have a quarterback on, coming back for his eighth year, too? On their own? No, he's transferring. Oh, he's done. That's right. Yeah, he transferred. How Mr. is Runner, Mr. Runaround and throw four picks is transferring. Man, oh, man. They need a quarterback in Nebraska desperately, and they're going to Ireland. That's, I mean, we're shipping the, the, the Nebraska and Northwestern game to Ireland, which is probably a benefit because no one in America wants to watch that game. <laughs> So why do we always it. send those games over there though? Like they got to think <laughs> why you people even watch this sport. You should be watching soccer because we send over these games and they're unders. Every game we send over there goes under almost every time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Send us the and Rose Bowl over there one time. What a great point. By, great point by Bryce. No Michigan state too on Purdue schedule. That's an extremely favorable schedule for, for Purdue. Extremely. Wait, how many big 10 games did they play? Eight. Right. And look where they they're playing. They play Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State. That's unbelievable. Yes, that's my point. That's why I'm bringing it up. I'm talking about the Purdue schedule going, holy crap, this is an unbelievable schedule for Purdue. Like, it is a dream. They are gifted, if they stay healthy, to get to the Big Ten title game. You know how these things go. Though. Of course, I know. Of course, they never go the way they're supposed to go. I get it. But you you got a veteran coach. You got a six-year quarterback. You got an explosive offense. You got a nine and four football team that just scored 48 points in the bowl game against Tennessee. Mm. How many returning uh, starters? That's the first thing lot. we looked at when we when Well, we did remember, we, we had the whole, the whole transfer portal thing's got to get worked right. out to see That's who's going back mean. and who's not. So we don't have that number yet. But okay. I care about quarterback. I care about coach. And I care about consistency. They got all three. And then look at the schedule. And the schedule is unbelievable. Very favorable. Very unbelievable schedule for Purdue. I can't believe it. It's I can't just, believe you just dismissed both Penn State and Iowa. Just like that. Oh, Iowa's easy to dismiss. Purdue owns Iowa. The, the Penn State game is not a dismissive, but it's the first game of the year at home. So I feel more confident that they could get and they could even lose that game and still win the West. That's not you, you can you can win the Big Ten West with two losses. It's not, not impossible. You could lose to Wisconsin and Penn State and still and just win the rest. Uh, Go six and two. Pull that thing back up. Uh, what's pull the that. Penn State schedule look like? Uh, Penn State has Purdue on the road, Auburn on the road. Damn, you guys are going to Auburn. Oh, boy. Next. Uh you play Central Michigan, not easy game. You oh, know, the boy. Mac folks will be fired up. N- Northwestern at home. Then you play Michigan after a bye on the road. Man, your stretch is Michigan on the road, Minnesota at home, Ohio State at home. <laughs> Have fun with that three-game stretch. And then Indiana on the road, Maryland at home, Rutgers at home. Sorry, Rutgers on the road, and then Michigan State at home to end the year. That's a hard game to end. You play Michigan because in in the division. So yeah, you play all three, but you play, that's not easy. So it's Ohio state at home, Michigan state at home and Michigan on the road for Penn state. Maybe a rough year at happy Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Starting on one too. Starting on one too. (laughs) Then they got to go to Auburn. Right. That's the boy. Have fun with that. Wow. All right. 
great. That's not Thanks. that's not going to be easy at all. So I guess Nebraska got a quarterback in the transfer portal from Texas. You sure you want a Texas quarterback, Nebraska? Oh, gosh. Yeah, it, uh, Matt's right. It is a put up or shut up year for Scott Frost in Nebraska. It's a Jim Harbaugh year. Frost, the Harbaugh had it with Michigan this year. This is Scott Frost's version of it at Nebraska this year, having, Ooh. you know, firing his four offensive coaches, taking a pay cut, everything else. I guess, uh, did they cut his pay? I think they did, but a lot of pressure on Scott Frost to deliver a winning season in Lincoln coming up. So anyways, okay. So let's get to our favorite topic. Steph Curry last night goes two for nine from the three-point line. Memphis wins their 10th straight game. 30 and 10 now for the Warriors. I'm not worried about them, but what do you make about tomorrow? You've got a Memphis team do we bet the streak? Do you do you get on board here, or is it too late? The train left the station here for the Grizzlies' hot streak. Uh, let's see. They're at home against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Early line four. We only got to lay four. That number's wrong. If you see, if you, <laughs> if you got less than six, I think so. Yes, I. Th- I mean, I said this before, and kind of stick to it. When you bet these streaks, like trying to bet when it's going to stop, you can be wrong two or three or four more times. If you bet it, you bet the streak once it reaches three or four, you're only wrong once when it Mm. loses. It can be right three or four times. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to – we would be in the book and we would just literally be waiting for the streak to end. Now, you may have to pay a little bit extra – I don't know what to do with Steph. Steph, the Golden State's going to Milwaukee tomorrow. Um, that's going to be shooting in 2022. Steph Curry is shooting 28 percent from yeah. three. 28 percent from three. Well, I mean, up to this point, he's had to really work to get open and get those mm-hmm. shots. And I mean, he's been making them from all over for years. Now mm-hmm. they're not falling. He was two of nine yesterday. He had two air balls. He had two makes and two air balls. I couldn't believe it while I was watching the game. But, you know, we like Memphis. It's, it's, it made perfect sense. I, I think you ride Memphis until they lose. I, I said it last week on my podcast. The, the, that was a team they had won four in a row. I was like, you bet them until they lose. Well, now they got 10. So you're already way ahead. Now is when you get a little bit like, geez, did I miss it? Do I not want to play it? If you're going to play the game, I think you only play Memphis. But keep that in mind. The books know that, too. So in a game that maybe should be three or four, you might have to lay six. Once you get over seven, you put, you know, you risk it yourself because that seven is so key over seven favorites in the NBA. You get that dribble out at seven and you're laying seven and a half or eight. It's brutal. So Thomas is asking you, Dave, is there a pricing matrix he could look at for knowledge sake, a pricing matrix? No, I'm not sure what that means. Thomas is a numbers guy. Uh, like a, there's no specific thing to look at. I mean, there's a bunch of different things, sites like you can search and kind of take something from each, but there's no one way to do it. And I think that's the hard part about all this. Does he mean like a site that scrapes every book's number and puts the price up to the number? Is that what he means? Uh, there's numerous. Well, there's numerous sites that do that. Yeah, you can find yeah consolidated websites where they post eight to ten to twelve lines where you can see different lines at different prices and stuff. Yes, there's multiple sites you can do that. 
Um, you know, just Google search Las Vegas odds. I mean, Vegas Insiders won a good. That's a very good one. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wager but like I do, yeah, them. and there's different sites that do props that, that they'll aggregate all the odds on certain props as yes. well. Yes. So, yeah. So odds can, checker is another one. There's a yeah. bunch of them. That odds you can fire. Just, yeah. There's 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 they're all over the place. So I mean, that might help. I think that's a good place to start. As far as the pricing goes, I mean, like, you know, no, there's not. We discussed this yesterday. I mean, now they're just changing the prices. I mean, it always used to be, you know, 10 cent line was minus 130, meant it was plus 120 on the other side. Now they start to get bigger spreads. Minus 130 means plus 110 on the other side. Now, minus 130 means minus 110 on the other side. Like they're starting to get this big spread. We had a minus 150 yesterday. You told me the plus was only 115. I don't know. I don't know what kind of math that is. They do that in Europe. They do that in, you know, uh, Australia. That's the way the numbers are somewhat. And they're integrating that here. But I think if you shop around, you can find different prices. That's really kind of crazy. All right. So hockey is wild right now. Yes. I mentioned it yesterday that going into last night, 47 23 first period overs, we had a four and two mark on first period overs last night. And we've had a run of overs overall in hockey. What is going on with is this all COVID? Is this distraction with the Olympics? Is this goaltending problems? But what is up with the NHL right now and these goals being scored at a record clip? I think the break helped everybody. I think the break, got, we got some fresh legs, and um, I don't know if it's if it's a specific goaltending issue, but I think power plays are better. The good power mm-hmm. plays are like scoring at a bigger clip. Like killing penalties is becoming a lost art right now. Teams are scoring more on power plays in recent times than they were even last year or the year before. Um, I can't explain the fast starts. The first period used to be more of a, you know, like a boxing match kind of analogy where you're feeling it out. I mean, the Knights thing is crazy. There's a goal scored in the first 10 minutes of a Knights game, whether they scored or give it up, like almost every game. Last night. Yeah, again, last night gets there. So it's a trend that I think, like, we, you know, you got a couple good prices yesterday on that over in the first period, minus 130, minus 135. Mm Mm-hmm you're going to see the books start to really adjust these things. They're going to make you pay. The next move is like, you know, you're going to see one and a half has been the standard total the first period. If you're going to have over one and a half, you're going to have to lay 170, 180 pretty soon if this continues. It closed. The ones I bet last night closed at 150, 160. So, and I'm on them again today, so we'll get into it later and, and better to book it, but very similar odds. So like it, it does behoove you if you're waiting on like goaltending or waiting on availability of players, the money, the, 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 the number, the price might be a little bit depressed. And then you find out who's in and who's out. And all of a sudden you see the numbers go up or the public just comes in and bets it and bets it up. So Vegas has been a little bit more expensive, which is typical. The books in Vegas are generally more expensive in these types of things because they're getting hit by larger plays. And so they're going up. I know the Westgate last night closed Vegas goal in the first uh, in the first period over one and a half. I think it was minus 160 at the Westgate yeah. last night. Yeah. So that's, you know, minus 135 at Bet MGM the night before overnight East Coast, West Coast Vegas book comes in at minus 160. So the pricing is already in Vegas, they're already starting to get, it's looking more and more like first period unders in the bubble. 
when right. I, mean, I was hitting that consistently yeah. in the bubble. It was one goal, one goal, one goal, like over and over and over again. Now it's the opposite. Now it's over one and a half. Now it's two goals. I mean, I got lucky. The Predators scored a goal with 50 seconds left in the first period to go two nothing up in Colorado. Those they count, count, but it was a, yeah. I mean, it was a huge break to get a goal. That game it was looking like it was going to go to a loss. And then easy with Toronto and, and Vegas was easy. Toronto scored quickly. Vegas scored on a power play about 13 minutes into the period. And it was just a kick your heels up and you got the W. So uh, tonight we got a bunch of games that we'll get into a little bit later on, but it's, it's been wild to see. You All start right. to make the starting point for those higher. So where yeah. they start at 135 now in a week or two, if this continues, they're going to start at 150. They're going to close at 170. And when it continues, if it does, now you start at 160, 165, and you close 180. Or the other book's defense is to go to two and make the total two. And now, and now just accept the push because it feels like 1-1 one, one is like an automatic score in the NHL or 2 nothing. Well, so Bet MGM gives you – you can ladder it at BetMGM. You can bet half, one, one and a half, two, two and a half, three. You can bet them all. First period? Mm-hmm. At BetMGM. They give you different prices for all of them. Right. So, like, you could have, you could have, it was plus 200. You can't parlay those, can you? I don't believe so. I've never tried. But I know you can ladder them because you can bet them all individually if you want. So, like, if you want to go through and bet them all, you can bet them all. So probably get probably get put in that bucket if you start parlaying that stuff. Just so you know, I don't know about anyone getting in that bucket, but something worth trying to just put it through. Because I mean, you know, if it goes over one, it obviously yeah. the half and the one, and then both win. And if you can parlay the one and a half over two, I mean, the problem is you could lose them all. But in a parlay, you only need to lose one to lose one. the bet. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know, like, uh, I don't think you can. Last night when I was looking at this, or two nights ago, I was looking at the Sabres and the Lightning, and I kicked myself because I should have done it, but you could bet uh, over one and a half was minus 135, two was even money, two and a half was plus 365, and th- on three was plus 500. Wow. Yeah, so you could have gone through and bet them all and just taken and your wins along three. the way. Whoa. And then if you get to three... You get to four. I mean, you're it's insane. But four is like, very rare, very very rare. rare. But fours. but you're gonna but you could get to three in your cashing, three. two and a half, two, one mm. and a half, one. And you're cashing right. four in over a half. You're cashing five bets if you were to get to three goals in the first period for a high scoring fast. Like the Lightning are scoring on everyone right now. So they are. Just, just something to keep. If you have access to BetMGM, it's just something to take a look at. Like you've got those ladders opportunities, and when it comes to first period right now, like here in Vegas, we always have the first period. I try to correlate. uh, Like Vegas, you go first goal in ten minutes over one and a half. So like I bet them both. I bet them both last night. So you put you just because if they're going to get to over two or over one and a half goals, that bet's going to cash. Most likely, the goal in the first ten minutes is going to come in as well. So it's somewhat correlated. So you can bet them in Vegas. That's how I do my ladder, if you will, when it comes to right. betting this, but on BetMGM and other books that give you those ladder options, you can really have some interesting action on a first period. For sure. <laughs> and so if you take a look at some of the teams that are really good at first period, Colorado being one of them, like last night, like we talked about, they're now 23, nine and one to the over in the first period. Avalanche are a decent team to try that with. If you have access to BetMGM, Right. So I'm trying to, try to figure it out. All right. So 
Auburn last night. Let's break down Auburn here for a second. So our, our mutual friend, Thomas Casali, who loves betting futures. And I yep. love talking to him about betting futures. He's really good at it. Yep. So him and him and I were in, in, in August, we were going back and forth about the football teams we liked. And we both agreed that Bengals Raiders over their win total were huge, awesome opportunities. Yes. And the, we both jumped in with both feet. He tried to talk me into taking Auburn at 70 to one. And he posted about it. I went back and forth and talked to him and I asked him the question that I ask everybody this, how do you make future bets without knowing the bracket? Like how you don't yeah. know the draw. So you're betting on someone to win a tournament without ever seeing the draw. Correct. And I struggle every year at this point in time, because I start to crystallize and see teams. I like a lot. Auburn's one of them. Mm-hmm. They're 21 to one now after beating Alabama last night, number didn't really move after the win last night. No, but how can you justify betting college basketball futures? Cause I really have a hard time with it. Oh, I've seen guys do this for years. Well, no, they lot. take positions. Now this, there's two different schools of thought here. Okay. I'm not talking about the guys that come in and buy seven, eight, nine futures and play off of it as the tournament goes on and have hedge opportunities based upon what the tournament bracket looks like. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with it, but it's a, it, that's a pro strategy versus the average gambler. I'm talking about Joe Blow at home, who's looking yeah. at taking a couple of rides in college basketball, not going ahead and, you know, m- Thomas makes it, Thomas does this. He takes a position on like nine teams. Yeah. And then, and he's got tickets on all nine teams and then he'll hedge off of them as the tournament goes. Or, not- or just has nine different tickets. I mean, when you go to, you know, buy the daily number, Tickets back in the day, you boxed it. You got right. every combination. You bought, you go. I mean, it's a 68 team tournament now that you don't know the bracket. It would behoove you to buy, you know, five to, to nine positions on teams. So you're I, not into the one or two. So either you're, buy, you're buying like seven, eight tickets or buying none. That's the way I would approach it. Only because yes, I see, I agree. I, you know, I, I've seen guys do it. And just, yeah. just to have the position, all we're trying to do is get to the Sweet 16 with these tickets. Just get us to the Sweet 16. Get us past the first weekend, ideally with a good seed. And sometimes you end up playing each other, which is not the right. worst thing in the world because that means you advance to the to, to the Elite Eight. All Guaranteed, we need to do, yeah. you know, so all we're trying to do with these tickets is to get to the to the Sweet 16. So would I buy it now at 21 to 1? I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know if it's you, enough. Let oh, I agree because I went seventy. It was seventy to one, but let me just give you some of these. Auburn's fifteen and one on the year now. Auburn on Ken Palm, their adjusted efficiency def, def, for for defense. We talked about yesterday. They're sixth in the country in twentieth on offense. So defense is ranked adjusted efficiency sixth best, twentieth best on offense. They are playing not all that up tempo, but. They're a team with effective field goal percentage defense, 12th best in the country. They held Bama last night. Bama did not shoot well from behind the arc, which is Bama's number one weapon. They withstood a couple of crazy second half runs, a 12-0 run by Alabama. Game got real, real sloppy late. A lot of turnovers, a lot of mistakes. I don't know what the referees were doing. They were calling a lot of crazy things and then not calling like serious contact on the way to the basket. But I just think Bruce Pearl's got a team with really good point guard play, a really good power forward, and a dynamic center who can block shots and protect the rim. I like Auburn a lot. 
<laughs> I, I like the way that team is built a lot. And I think I wish I was sitting with the 70 to one ticket that Thomas has got, but I think everyone's been so caught up with Carolina and Gonzaga in Kansas and all these, you know, the blue bloods. I don't think they're paying attention to what's going on in the sec. Can they win the sec? Oh yeah. hundred percent. I think they will. Well then maybe it's worth a shot at 20 to one to one. I mean, um, they, they, they're four and in conference. They won against LSU at home. They won against Florida at home and they beat Alabama on the road. They got three really good wins, really impressive wins. I mean, they beat LSU 70 to 55. They didn't just beat LSU. They trounced LSU. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I don't get too caught up in the scores. I mean, it, as you get closer to the end, I like to look back, but like, um, you know, a win in December against LSU by 10 or by five, it's still a win. So that, I mean, that's all I'm looking at is building up wins because now they have 15 wins. I mean, they're going to end the season, you know, regular season, 20 plus wins. The resume is going to be, I mean, they're going to have to be a top seed. If they win the SEC, uh, we can pick right back up where we are. Hopefully people didn't bail on us. So I apologize right. for that on that guys, but we are, we are back. Yeah. Okay. We're back. Everyone's saying what's going on. What's going on. Error <laughs> froze again. Now he's back. Yeah, we're back guys. So <laughs> Three, two, one, pick the show up again. You were saying about Auburn betting on Auburn. Would you bet Auburn right now? Yeah. At 21 to one. I think it's a consideration. If you tell me they can win the SEC, I, all I need to do legitimately, can we be a one or two seed? I think so. The way you're making it sound. I think winning yep. the SEC, who's the challengers that we got to be concerned about other than Kentucky? Tennessee? Alabama. Alabama. Tennessee. Alabama SEC is much better than people think. It's it's a it's a good year for the SEC. It's the, deep. That tournament. It's yep. deeper. Yep. You know? That tournament's going to be a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of athletic teams, decent coaches. Yeah. I mean, teams like Alabama and Auburn have invested in coaches. Normally, they did not. Normally, they would go very cheap, or they wouldn't really put. I mean, Nate Oates is a very good coach. Bruce Pearl is a very good coach. So you've got right there. I mean, obviously, you have Calipari at Kentucky. Um, you know that there are some. You know, what's Will Wade at LSU? The, the 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 basketball in the SEC is coming up on a, on fast. It's getting much much better. Yeah. So, I mean, I if you tell me they're going to win mid twenties games and, and have a shot to win the SEC tournament and be, I don't know if they could be a one seed. I mean, obviously, if you could pick the one seeds right now and have a future on them, that's a really good position to be in. Um, yeah. Because all we got to do, like I said, is win get to the sweet 16 and you can work off of it. That that's fine. And at least have a shot just of getting a ticket. You don't have to do anything, but at least you're live. Um, I seen guys like, I'll, I'll never forget when, I mean the, the um, who was it? Was it Cincinnati? Obi Toppin be, that didn't get to play. Dayton. Dayton, Dayton. Yeah. Dayton. Mm -hmm. The bets started coming in on Dayton before the season even started. They were taking 200 to one. And we were like, what is going on with this? And kept moving it down. And all they did was win. They just yep. kept winning. And it was like, oh, better go buy a ticket myself, 75 to 1. Like, this team's going to be live. We got a very good shot. So it gets to a point where it becomes very real. And I think that win last night, and then we'll see, you know, when they play Kentucky or when they play Tennessee, it, it's legit. It's coming down. Obviously, people are betting it. Casale's opinion is – I respect his opinion, him and Eli both. I mean, yep. they, they're all over the basketball, um, you know, and if if they're on it, 
it's hard to win one of those. You're picking a needle in a haystack. It's hard to actually get. But if you got to get to the Sweet 16 and be now, hopefully, it's a shot at being profitable because you can kind of work bets. I, I like it. I just don't know. My hesitation is it's 21 and one enough after it was 75 to one. Did, did oh, we no, miss the it? best number? Yeah, the best numbers off the board. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. in terms of where you want to be, I should have listened. <laughs> I should have listened to him. I should have taken Auburn. I was like, eh, yeah. I don't know. SEC team. I was, I was wishy-washy. Yeah, but now you Auburn. can bet some of the games like you did last night and get the money back that you would have missed and make the future bet so you're live going in. Like that buyer's remorse, I used to hear that all the time in the book, and it does happen. As gamblers, you're like, man, I wish I would have got the best number. Sometimes the best number, you don't need it to win the bet or to at least to have an opportunity to do something else with it. So kind of take that into consideration. I'm not advocating you should always get the best number. But 75 to 1 is a, is a distant memory. You ain't getting that with Never this being the way they're playing. I'm, I'm actually shocked it's still 21 to 1. I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm actually really surprised that we're looking at you know that type of Well, it feels really wide open, doesn't it? Like the, the NCAA tournament does not feel like we don't have a super dominant team. I mean, we saw Gonzaga, you know, they got beat. Yeah. And, it, and it's hard for that team to go undefeated and win and close the deal at the end. The games get hard. Baylor lost last night. Again. Yeah. They lost. Twice. Yeah. Baylor's lost. Baylor's had a hard week. <laughs> Things haven't been good. Texas Tech's had a week. They played really well. And yeah, I mean, look, Kentucky's 22 to 1 at FanDuel. Auburn's 21 to 1. UCLA's 18 to 1. Duke's 10 to 1. Purdue's 10 to 1. Baylor's 10 to 1. Gonzaga is six to six and a half to one. Yeah. So there's no real right now, you know, this team. Any this one is of why. those teams could win it. Right. And that's why I think like if you were going to do what you were talking about, 50 to one LSU, you know, 45 to one Ohio State, 42 to one Texas Tech, 28 to one Illinois. Like these are all teams, Auburn, Kentucky. These are all teams that if you were going to do that strategy of buying six to seven tickets, those would be decent tickets, decent teams to still invest in even now. I just tend to wait to see the bracket and then I get involved. I do that strategy of buying four or five tickets to play off of it once I see the draw. Because I got to yeah, see who's, you, who are the you, one you seeds. That. You just have to accept that you're not going to get the better prices. Not even close. I'm not going to okay. get anywhere near what other people are going to have. I'm going to have like six to one, eight to one, nine yeah, to one. Like I'm not having, I'm not having 22, 23, 24 the way right. the others. But I do oftentimes grab a crazy, you know, I'll have a flyer, a team that's not expected to do much like LA or Chicago type and see if you can ride it. <laughs> and see right, if you can right, right, right. You know, win the, you know, make the final four, be a regional champion. You can take yeah. flyer bets on on teams like that. That if you're really going down deep as to looking at their draw and their team and the health and where they are, and well, yeah. you can do that when the when the bracket comes out. You can buy to win the region. You know those right. prices, exactly. yes. those options I, I are there. Those. So yeah, yeah those are those great prices. bets. Like people, you can get so deep with so mm-hmm. many things once the tournament is actually. Announced. You only have three real days to do it. The bracket yeah. comes out Sunday. You've got to put the stuff up on Monday. And, you know, ideally you kind of have the framework of it on Sunday night at the books. So you 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 maximize. I mean, you want to talk about a perishable fruit. It's gone at the first tip-off on Tuesday. You ignore those playing games. I mean, Thursday. You ignore the playing games on Tuesday. And you put the odds up, but then once a tournament starts and any, anything happens, you know Thursday and Friday is incredible. Um, you can't really make those bets. They 
get somewhat adjusted. A lot of books are taking a little more aggressive stance and letting you bet it because why wouldn't you want to bet to win the region, basically a two-game parlay, the second weekend too. So, But, yeah, I think you can do that there if you want to take a position beforehand, do it there. Yeah, I, I, I like it. All right, so tonight we have an interesting situation. Did you see the report that Kyrie can play home games in Brooklyn for slight fines? This is crazy. Okay. So, so get this Kyrie plays tonight. Nets are at the bulls, but Kyrie Irving, if they want to have him play, the fine structure is this, according to the New York daily news, first offense for Kyrie Irving playing at home would be a warning. Oh, first offense warning. Second offense, $1,000 fine. Second offense, $2,000 fine. Nice. Third of uh, fourth offense. Uh, sorry, first offense warning, second offense 1,000, third offense 2,000, fourth offense 5,000, and then five after that, it's $5,000 each for every time. time he plays. Wouldn't you just pay this if you're the Nets? Of course. This is a joke. I mean, for a, a business, a mom and pop shop, yeah, <laughs> that's really expensive. For an NBA franchise, $5,000 a game extra to get Kyrie Irving to play. You just pay this, right? What kind of precedent are they set if they pay it? Of course well, they just go. pay it. That's, that's the PR nightmare for this team after going through all of this and having all this happen. And this is the same thing like with the Djokovic stuff over in Australia. Yeah. There's a lot of other things going on inside right. a basketball or a tennis tournament or a basketball game going into this. But just from a, you know, we're not going to go into that in this show, but like from a, you know, Nets perspective, if you're eliminating the PR stuff, don't you just pay this? Of course you do. They're a better, they're a better team with them in. I mean, he went through all this stuff and they tell you at the first games, first games of warning. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we'll, we're going to let him play. Uh we're going to wait until um, Milwaukee's coming back to town or, or, or like we can pick the game. Well, oh, the Bulls game. Yeah. Get them the warning there. Let them play that one. When the Bulls come to town. I don't, I mean, come on. I just think that they're asking to open up um, a Pandora's box that man, I will want to be the PR people. I will want to be, the, I mean, you're going to answer a lot of questions like, and again, Kyrie wins. I mean, he he did what he wanted, and he said he held out. Now he's playing road games, and now they're making it where he can play the home games. You just got to pay the fine. What's the fine? First one's a warning. Then it's a thousand. Then two dimes. Then it's five. A game? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll make I, that in three if minutes. The, if I'm the Nets, I just make him pay pay the fine himself. I say, hey, look, you're covering the cost. You want to play? You're covering the cost. You're paying it yourself. <laughs> Which is nothing. Kyrie Irving, I think Kyrie Irving probably makes like 200000 300000 a game. Hey, by the way, you got to scratch a check for a dime or two or five to play. Okay. Cost doing business. Players got to pay to play. That's it's a fine. I, I, I would I yeah. would take it out of his check. I would say, hey, look at you've you've decided to circumvent these rules. You're the only one really in the entire league who's not vaccinated. So you're making this stance. That's fine, but we're gonna dock your pay. You're gonna play. Think the and union will have anything to say about that? Hundred percent. 
hundred percent, oh, man. But there's got to be some language that's conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah. So you, yeah. you can come in and, and just say, fine, you know, we're, we're going to play, but your conduct is detrimental to the team. So we're going to fine you what the city finds us. So yeah, we're paying it as, as an organization, but we're taking it out of your check because of what you've done. Oh, he might say, yeah, you know what, then I won't play. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I think he wants to prove a point. I think he wants to play. And I think Kevin Durant and James Harden may have a little chit chat. I mean, they may even pay it for him. Be like, Hey man, I'll give it to you. Like here, <laughs> I'll give you $5,000 a game. It's my walk around. He money. may wait till the playoffs to do it. That's definitely playing in the playoffs. I mean, there ain't, yep. no, ain't no question. It's the fine. Yep. Okay. I'll, I, I'll start playing the home games in April. Yeah. Cause think about how many in a playoff run, Five, six home games. I mean, I guess you go going a long series and probably more than that, probably 10. How many, how many home games do you play in the postseason? 10, 11? The most you could play is if you played four seven game series and right. you had four home games each, 16 games. Yeah, it's a max. So max. Most, most teams aren't playing that long. So, oh, I mean, their first round series, they'll probably sweep. There'll be two home games. I yeah, mean, he might it. say, look, who are we playing? We're playing the, the, the playing team. Uh, what are we playing? The Knicks, Indiana, whomever. I even can play in those games. All right. So let's start talking about the games on Saturday here. What do you make of somebody sent me on on Twitter, a tweet for Joe Burrow's last four must win football games. His numbers are stupid. Like 28 touchdowns and no interceptions, like 70 completion percentage, like from the national championship. LSU going back to LSU. Yeah. But, it, what he did LSU was ridiculous. You can't yeah. put those numbers in there. Well, I mean, just shows you has, you know, in terms of who he is as a, as a person, as a quarterback, what he's capable of doing. Yeah. And just how remarkable a clutch quarterback he has been when the chips are down, this dude likes to go to work. Yes. And so here, uh, this is Joe Burrow has played six have to have it games in his career going back to 2019 and with the Bengals and the Ravens this past season. So Bama, Georgia SEC title game, Oklahoma in the semifinals and Clemson in the national championship game. And then the Ravens in week 16 and the chiefs in week 17 in those games, Joe Burrow is six and zero with 2,600 plus passing yards, averaging 444 yards per game, passing 27 touchdowns and no interceptions. No interceptions, Joe. Oh, that's oh, that's a tweet. That's Dan Orlovsky's tweet. Sorry, I was sent that somebody put oh, okay. text, but that's a Dan Orlovsky tweet tweet from ESPN. That's what Joe oh. Burrow has done in those six games. Got to have it. Must win games. And the money's coming against them. Money is coming against him. Where does the line close? Open six and a half. Currently five and a half. Um. I, I would be surprised if it goes below five. My, I mean, it might take four and a half. I hate the number. Yeah. yeah. I know. You get me to four, I'm all over Cincinnati. Yeah. So is everybody that drives a Brinks truck of money. <laughs> That's what they're all waiting for. Are you out of your mind? The book knows that. All right. I'm giving you Burrow and the Bengals at four. You want the Bengals, you're going to have to lay four and a half or five. So why are we seeing reverse line movement then? 
Well, because our RLM, we haven't talked about that on the show yet. Our RLM, we've yeah. done CLV Society. We got to come up with an RLM. I know mantra. I know. Um, no, I think I think the book set the line a little bit high to get the Raider money early, because okay. all this stuff is going to come out about the Bengals. And 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 again, the, the games are tough now. Like these are these are not supposed to be. We're, we don't have too many layups in the playoffs. Um, is it a head fake? Uh, maybe it might be, which, you know, it feels like a head fake know. to me. Yeah. Raiders it, money coming in is crazy. Cause I made the, I made it before I, before the lines came out, before the games are over. I said, look, if the Bengals are going to be favored by anything less than seven points, I am all over Cincy. And then opened at six, went to six and a half, dropped down now to five and a half. And I'm like, wait a second. Why is Raider money coming in for a team at home who gave up 30 plus points and got blown out in the fourth quarter, 19 to seven to the Bengals in Vegas. Now going on the road, right. the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since like I was in college and there there's Raider money coming in. Like, What am see, I missing there? You see how good the Raiders have been playing, right? So what they're 10 and seven on the year and they've been, yeah, okay, they're hot, but this is a different story. <laughs> this is the playoffs now. This is not a week 17 game where you know you're playing a Denver Broncos team or something. Like this is the playoffs. You're banking on the Bengals being the same old Bengals if you're banking on if you're betting the Raiders. Who's the coach of the of the Bengals? The guy I hate the most. And you, you think Zach Taylor versus Rich Passaccia is somewhat of like a mismatch? No, I'm just asking who the coach is because I know how you feel about him, and that's the guy you're looking to lay the points with. It, they win despite of him. Ed Orgeron won a championship with Joe Burrow despite of Ed Orgeron. <laughs> he was gone two years later. Okay, they so had the like, best talent on the field. They had the best talent gonna, on the field. And, and the Bengals are going to have the best talent on the field on Saturday. Are you worried at all about the Bengals' defense? No, defensive line is highly underrated. Secondary is a little bit wishy-washy, but they wishy-washy. They played better recently. Defensive line's legit. Who's covering Waller? They'll figure out a way. I mean, they they, they got some decent speed linebackers. I mean, I the weapons for the Raiders versus the repers, the weapons for the for the Bengals. We having this debate? Come on now. No, the Bengals the Bengals offensive weapons are amazing. So how many points, how many points are the Raiders scoring to keep up? Because their defense is giving up 35. Ooh. Yeah. As long as the weather, over already, no matter what long, the number as is. As long as the weather is okay. All is right? it? Is it's it Cincinnati. It's questionable. It's going mm-hmm. to be. I, I need this winter system to get out of there. Just stick <laughs> over Buffalo and sit there and don't move. But don't get out of Ohio and go right to the Buffalo. Go right to the Ohio state line. Stop and stay over Buffalo and just dump snow like that that's that's what i'm hoping for so but for that but the it's gonna be okay not great it's gonna it's it's gonna be okay uh this is one of those things they're betting the weather all right they're betting that the, it's gonna be bad weather okay i mean because what's your first thought when you think of the total when you see the total too low it's coming down is it not well, that's fine. Again, I mean, I think they said it forty nine and a half, so it's only moved a half point mostly. Um, I think it's all head fake. I think both the I think the Raiders money and the under money are head fakes. Well, and this happens like the the early money kind of takes a position on it's going to be bad weather or it's going to be a close game 
or the Raiders can actually win. So they take the points, drive it down, and then come back and lay. They're hoping to lay four. There's no question. You you didn't reinvent the wheel. They're waiting to back up the Brinks trucks of money to come lay the four. There's no doubt about it. Now, it's just a game of chicken who blinks first. How much money do you want to take on the Raiders is the book, and you want right. to need the favorite. This is that time of year where you, you actually may need the favorite in the game. It's very rare during a regular season that the book needs a favorite. Very rare in any game. It's, you know, I, and I get a kick out of like, you know, some of my guys in the book were like, oh, we need this team. We need this team. It's it's the dogs every week. I mean, since the beginning of time, the bookies have needed the underdogs. The books are the same way now. Um, but this playoff situation, there's only 13 games left. I, I, I did a show yesterday and uh, one of the that's hosts. It? That's awful. That's so it's sad. It. Yeah, I was I was with uh, Dave Martinez and Scott Wentz when he goes, you know, there's only 13 football games left of the year. And I'm like, did you say 13? That's it? Yes, 13. Ugh. So we got to take advantage of every shot we got. But there's times that the books may need to favorite. This may be one of those times. They may be okay needing the favorite. I say all the time, nobody knows Squadoosh, but sometimes you got to kind of take a position. Watch this line move or lack of movement. And I think we'll know a little more by Friday because I think exactly what you said, give me four and I want to play it. I think the books know that. So interesting. I think, yeah, it might be, a, it might be a little bit of a deke, a, a, a little bit of a head fake, you know, sp- spend the money early to get the line down when the limits are lower. And as the limits open up, which most books open their limits for the NFL playoffs tomorrow on Thursday for the weekend, because the games are Saturday, so you got to you got to get mm-hmm. maximum days number of limits, you know, high limit bets. So they'll probably open it up tomorrow. If there's line movement tomorrow and Friday, we'll I think we'll have a better feel for what the right side is. Now, again, yeah. whether it wins or not, I don't know, but we'll know right. what the right side is uh, by Friday night. Neil makes a good point on the YouTube chat. He says, "Has anyone noticed the crazy similarity that the Raiders are in compared to Week One and Week Two overtime win at home?" They beat the Ravens overtime win at home last week, obviously getting the victory uh, against the Chargers. And then going on the road, East Coast on a short week where they're six-point dogs. And they were six-point dogs to the Steelers in week two on the road. And they won the game 26-17. They smacked the Steelers. They didn't just win. They, they, they won that game. Like, And that was the one where the Steelers were coming off that win in Buffalo. And I thought, wow, shocking everybody. Maybe, like, wait, yeah, <laughs> like, wow, this team may actually be pretty good. And then I watched the Raider game. And that's when we had the discussion here at the house about, listen, we're from Pittsburgh. Me and your mother are from Pittsburgh. We're Steeler fans. We're not Raider fans. And my seven-year-old is like, well, this team is from Vegas. I'm from Vegas. I was born in Vegas. I should be a Raider fan. You told me the Steelers were going to beat the Raiders. We had a whole family discussion about where we're from and what fans we're supposed to be. We're not Raider fans. And I, I lost that debate that day because the Raiders won. I'm still mad about that. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, definitely similarities, but I don't think there's any similarities between the type of team that the Raiders are then and now. They're and much they're better playing. team. And who they're playing. I mean, they're not playing the Steelers. <laughs> they're playing the Bengals. There you go again, taking shots at the Steelers. Okay, no problem. Oh, hey, man, sorry. But, right. yeah, no. I mean, that was, that was full-strength Steelers team, too. I didn't like that Steelers team. This is... This is a different animal here. This this is Joe Burrow. When the chips are down, there are few quarterbacks in the league. I'm taking over Joe Burrow right now. Like he's just, he's a dude. 
He's one of these guys. He is. He got it. I love him. I, he's, just I, I, dude. he's just a dude. And, and I, I like Derek Carr. Okay. I'm not trying to knock down. He's what playing the his are. best football. He is. Ever right now. Yes. But they're not the same team. They're defensively playing much better, but the number one problem for this team, for the Raiders, still maintains its pressure on the quarterback and it's the back end of the secondary. And if you've got elite wide receivers, Chiefs annihilated them. Bengals annihilated them. Same thing's going to happen here. I, I, I just, I think, this is a, I think this is a show out game for the Bengals. I, I think this is cathartic. Get a lot of the nastiness, playoff droughts, playoff losses, and they just go and hang a number on this Raiders defense. I like. I'm it. waiting. I'm waiting. I mean, I'm all. I'm all over Cincinnati. I'm just. I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen and see where we are with this. All the totals are right around the same number. This is the one I feel. I think strongly most about going over. I. I would be very surprised if this goes under. I would agree. I would be stunned if the game went under, but weather could come. I mean, give me the weather before I right. 100% say that. But if we're talking about like 45 degree temperatures and 10 mile per hour winds, look out. <laughs> like they're just going to look out. Bengals are going to go and put up a lot of money. And yes, Neil points out that the Steelers are a playoff team, but the Steelers shouldn't be a playoff team. Oh, please. They got in. There was no tie. I didn't say they didn't get in. I said they shouldn't have gotten in. They only should won not the last happened. three games of the season, too. They're playing okay. One, the tie should have happened. We established that Monday or True. Tuesday, whatever it was. The tie should have happened and kept them out. So, or Monday. So we are, we've already established this, that the Steelers <laughs> should not be in the postseason. So they should not be, Steelers should not be a playoff team. I'm wearing a cowboy hat. I can't even believe it. Look at that. All right, so we got weather in Buffalo. All right? Yeah. So yeah. we don't have the weather I want yet. All right? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> It's ticking, ticking, ticking towards where I want. The forecast is single digits, 50% chance of snow, wind <laughs> 10, 15 miles per hour. I need that wind number yeah. up. Yeah. But the number is coming down. Yes. Down to four. There's yes. Patriot money coming in. Are yeah. The, the right side. All the four, all the four and a half are gone. Not again. They're doing it again. They're doing it here with the weather. I mean, these are the weather games, the East Coast games on Saturday night. But this are, one is Buffalo on the lake. Like this one, you get. Oh, this one weather. could be. Yeah, this one could be <laughs> real weather. Like, yeah, since he since he's flat, man, it can get a lot of wind in Cincy. But you're right. The wind is the number here. We saw them play in hurricane like winds before, and it didn't end well for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Buffalo can't run the ball. They know it. The Patriots know it. Everybody knows it. So, you know, where are the bad guys coming? I mean, they grabbed the points already. What about the total? This is <sighs> – I, I said this earlier to somebody. Four and 44. This is – I hated this at the window when it was – it's too many fours. You come <laughs> up to the window and say, give me four minus four, 44 over four. <laughs> too many fours. Just – I would sit there and go 43 and a half just because – because four I was one of my numbers, though. So the, the, this is I. Four is everybody's number. We like. No, four. I was born on four four. Okay, four is one of my numbers. Oh, is it? All right. I was born on April fourth. So like four is one of my numbers. I have Are two you four seven. To take the four. Yeah, I just gotta wait. I want. I want it over three, but. I just got to wait and I just got to see what this weather, I need the weather to get progressively worse and worse and worse. As long as we're starting and we're progressing towards that, 
My only fear is that I'm going to get in too late that I'm not going to bet. I've bet one playoff game so far. We'll get to that in better to book it, but I'm waiting. This is the, this is the second one that I'm eyeballing that I want to make sure I get the number that I want. So I just need to see because if the weather is nice, cold, I don't care how cold it gets. Right. They don't care either. They don't care. They'll throw I mean, snow don't really care too much unless it's like heavy snow and you know, but it doesn't sound like it's heavy, heavy snow. What's the wind? Yeah. And in Buffalo, it's tough to determine the wind because of the lake effect issue. So like huh. you can project it and then it's like five, 10, 20, and then game day, it's 25, 30. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> it's yeah. like whipping off the lake. And then it's like, uh Oh, that's not good. Right. <laughs> so that is the factor. The Patriots need the wind. Yeah. They need wind, wind. And if it gets windy, Give me the Patriots. I may even have to bet it in game. I, I may need to, I may not get the number of prey that I want. And yeah. And well, and wait and see the wind. Yeah. Like you'll be able to see it right away. And I mean, we got people all over the place. Somebody could, you know, let us know on the Twitter or something like, hey, man, it's <laughs> still really windy here. I know I was getting the texts and calls Monday, that Monday night game that morning. They're like, man, it's growing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that Barstool Sports video was the funniest because they had the punters who were out there warming up (laughs) and the balls were literally going 40 yards to the other way. And it was like, all right, no one's kicking tonight. No, no one's making field goals tonight. Everyone's going for two and they're going to run the ball like crazy. So, I mean, Damian Harris right now and Jill Gallant, who is an awesome dude on Twitter. If you guys don't follow him, he pointed this out. Him and I talk about anytime he, he does a show on anytime touchdowns. And you can get Damian Harris at plus 160 right now. Anytime touchdown in that game. Scores may be really few and far between in this thing. Yeah, but that's almost like a, Patriots giving the ball to Harris in the red zone is like a that's yeah, happening. That's good. They, <laughs> okay. they, they do it multiple times too. It's not like he yeah. gets one crack at it and then they pass pass. They give it to him. He don't get in. It gets a little closer to give it to him again. Sometimes they give him three times and he's the guy. So you definitely like to take that as a plus. Uh, yeah, yeah, plus 160 on that offshore yeah. the, the, there's some yeah. uh, most books in here in the states haven't put that up yet but um when that thing goes up watch and see where i mean that seems to be a, a criminally high line at plus right. 160 for yeah. damian harris to score an anytime touchdown for the patriots they're gonna give him the football in his in i mean he had the 70 yard run for a touchdown against them in the first game and it's harris needs to have a big game for the patriots uh for them to get there what point I, do you trust the weather forecast tomorrow or Friday? No, Friday. Maybe even Saturday morning. I mean, oh, you wait that long? Okay. Maybe. I mean, that's why I said. That's why I said my by the number that I want may be gone because of that reason, unfortunately. Well, that's what they're like. I can tell you this: like, there's guys that literally are betting it on that weather being bad now. Now, right? They'll buy back if okay, they if it's not. turns out that it doesn't. But to get the number you want, sometimes you have to kind of take that leap and not wait for the actual weather real report. you got to kind of anticipate like, okay, the five-day forecast is this. The three-day forecast is this. It's time to jump in now. And then if it's not, you know, pull pull the cord and get away from the bet. But I know there's guys that bet these cold weather playoff football games now, three or four days, five days even in advance. Hmm. Do you – that's interesting. Yep. They, so they better they better early to take the number and then come back in and buy. Yeah, I I, I get that. If the weather doesn't go the way they, they want it to. Yeah, they can get out. Yeah. If it does, 
they have a number that is long gone. It ain't going to be that again. This number has a better chance of being three than it does five. I agree. That's what I was, was going to ask you. If the weather is similar to the first game, not exact, but similar to the first game, the game close at a pick? What, the Buffalo-New England game? Yeah, if we see pick? 45, 30-mile-per-hour winds. They ain't dropping below three. Okay. No, yeah. no matter what, no matter what the weather looks Hell like. Hell no. No, 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 no. You can't give away, but you can't give away to Bills at home in January against a rookie quarterback at a premium price less than three. Okay. That's good. You at least it? I know three. At least I won't go below. If it didn't go below three, three I'll wait. Three's I'll wait. Block. I mean, unless That's Allen fine. don't play. Like, I mean, obviously, oh, that's right, some gigantic I mean, move like that. But Yeah, no, no, no. He'll be. No, no, no. The Bills are favored. Minus three is the bottom. Okay, so one of my friends just got very excited because he just tuned on and he saw me wearing a Cub hat. He's a big Cub fan, so he's all excited. Uh, I am wearing the Cub hat. Wearing a red, so he will wear a Red Sox hat if he goes into the Hall of Fame. It's a big if, more on that in a second. But because John Lester helped the Cubs win the World Series and snapped the the curse, the Black Cat curse, whatever you want to call it, 100 plus years. Wearing a Red Sox hat is too easy, so I wore a Cub hat for John Lester. But when do we start worrying about baseball? Wait a second. John Lester's in the Hall of Fame? Or is he no if he goes in, it's a big if oh, I was like, what are you talking about? I don't do you think, think Lester's a Hall of Famer? No. This is what my father-in-law loved the he his, his favorite conversation is who's in, who's out. We had a long talk today about Lester. Really? Yeah. What'd he say? He does not believe Lester's in. He thinks he's Andy Pettit, Jack Morris, that type. I agree. I agree. I mean, he's, like he's I, I, my first thing with a guy, I just say yes or no. Like I agree. I agree. But this is why I say yes to shilling though. Have to look at the right. Number. But I, in the postseason, there aren't too yeah. many dudes. You're nope. not handing the ball to, and nope. you don't feel pretty damn good about Lester on the mound. Yeah. So forget the 200. Okay. He has 200 wins. His war is not great. This is analytical versus actual in my mind. The analytics and the numbers are going to be like, same with shilling. It's like, well, what did you do in the regular season? Well, I, if I have a must win game seven football or baseball game and I got to pick a pitcher, I want Kurt Schilling on the mound. I also want John Lester on the mound. So to me, yeah. that puts you in the Hall of Fame conversation. Okay. I think it's a great debate. Those are fun conversations. We used to do this all the time. I hate them. I absolutely hate them. Oh, it's it's, it's, the back and forth. It's sports radio. It's sports talk radio circa 2000. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't stand it's Pete Rose in the hall of fame. I I hate hall of fame talks Uh, to me. If I have to think hard about you being a hall of famer, you're not a hall of famer, right? But I think John Lester's a hall of famer. (laughs) I think John Lester, he's, he won three championships guy overcame cancer threw a no hitter. I mean, his story is incredible. All great stories, but I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think so. I would put him in. I would say yes. But to the question. What do we start to worry about? What was what is this question? When do we start worrying about baseball? Whether it's not playing. Not playing. I had a discussion with somebody yesterday uh, from the MLB network who I do shows and stuff with. And the question exactly was that. Um, are we going to start on time? And he was like, from what I'm hearing. I hope so. I said, well, that that's a terrible answer. I said, I don't want to hear that. And he's like, well, yeah, but like they're talking, but they're not really talking. I'm like, um, I, I don't want to hear that either. Like, yep. um, 
pretty soon to answer your question. I think it's pretty soon. Like right now, focused on the playoffs and the NFL. The NBA has some fun things happening um, to distract us for a little while longer. NHL here in town, we get the all-star game coming. It's going to be great. We're, you know, kind of. It's Dave, it's the 12th of January. I know. I Pitchers know. and catchers are three and a half weeks away from when they would probably start to report. I, I know. Uh, I, we I, are up against it right now in terms of like, we haven't heard much about movement and I feel like the world's going to wake up on the what the, the, the February 14th, right? Monday on Valentine's day with a broken heart for a baseball fan, because we're all going to wake up and go, okay, football's over. Let's go. Bit. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, what really? No spring training. Like, uh, wait, when are we starting? Oh, no, wait, you're not reporting to what date? Like, I really feel like that's coming. Like that's when the pressure will get really ratcheted up on the two sides to sit down and, and hammer it out. But that means we're not having, I mean, I guess we have having an abbreviated spring training, but when you do that, you're asking for injuries and arm problems. And like, these guys take time. <laughs> like we know this, it takes weeks to get ready to go, to get the arm built up, to go out there and play a whole, whole major league baseball season. My buddy, Maddie at the uh, win bet put up season win totals for major league baseball. They're up right now. Which book? Win bet. Win bet put up win totals. Talked about it over the weekend. I said, you're crazy putting them up. He's like, why? He said, you know, we have the stipulation in if they don't play, you know, uh, I think he said either 158 or 160, you know, you don't have action. He goes, but we have them up. We'll see if anybody bets them. And Same I said, awesome. in Vegas or just win bet? I didn't. I just assumed they were up everywhere where win bet has a place. But I mean, you can go on win bet. If you have, you know, just the, I have the app downloaded so I can see all the states. Right. So they're up. And he did it with plus 101 juice on both sides, just trying to encourage action. And I was like, dude, how'd you come up with the numbers? He's like, eh, yeah, you know, it's a lot of, like, you don't know who's with team and the rotations. You don't know nothing. He, but this is how much of a baseball guy he is. And I think we all, as baseball fans, it's concerning because, it's it's what carries us through the summer. We got a lot of memories, the debates about the Hall of Fame. It's generational. I mean, you can have the conversation with, you know, your father-in-law who's older yeah. about baseball. Like yeah. I that's why I love it. Like I love sharing it with the kids. I mean, I you know, we're a baseball What's fan, the like, do, do you know the number on the on the Giants off the top of your head? I don't off the top of my no, head. I forget it. No, we'll, we'll we'll get to it later, but I'm just curious how how big of a difference from 71 last year. <laughs> 71 to what 95 <laughs> what's the giants number i mean i cannot wait to see what the books hang for a giants win total given what last year was and how, how much they got hammered on it it's a, it's a hall of fame miss last year with the Giants. seriously red sox too. Got it right i mean red no. sox were bad too but it wasn't as bad red sox were you know 78 and a half so yeah 80, i think 78 and a half yeah, for, and for, for, for the Red Sox, and flew over. Yeah, and then the the Giants really flew over. I mean, that was <laughs> nobody saw that coming. I hope we see baseball on time. I will accept baseball with a slight delay because nobody likes it in April anyway. It's cold in most places. Sure. It's nasty. Whatever. Sure. Been to so many home openers in Pittsburgh over the years that was just freezing. I was like, why am I here? I was aggravated. Well, why are we playing baseball? Why are we yeah. playing? Baseball? Why are we doing this right now? But it was <laughs> right. baseball. And it was exciting and all this stuff. 
I loved spring training when I lived in Arizona. I would mm. minimum 10 games uh, every spring, different wow. ballparks. I took my first trip to Arizona from college to go to spring training. I went to eight different ballparks in five days, did a day nighter, two different ballparks. I went everywhere by myself. Everyone canceled. I went and did it. So, I mean, like, I love baseball. I'm discouraged. Um, I'm, 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 I'm trying to distract myself from getting worried. But, like, my conversation yesterday, I mean, these are people with MLB Network, and he was like, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. What is that? That's terrible news. Thanks. Talk to you later. Let me know. So it's time to start worrying a little. Ben Roethlisberger just said we're probably 20-point underdogs. Easy, chance, baby. Right? <laughs> they got no chance. We're just going to have some fun. <laughs> I love it. They're going to cover the spread. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. I haven't bet that game yet, but I don't I don't know. That's that's a lot for your secondary to handle. But, I, again, I think the Chiefs win, but I think the number's too big. I think I probably will be in agreement with you on that. All right, time for better to book it here. Let's start with a couple of more of these. These games in the first period, Seattle tonight at Dallas over one and a half goals in the first period at minus 130. Dallas is not great to this, but Seattle is very good to this number. They are, again, one of these 2013 and one type of teams when it comes to first period goals being scored. I like the over one and a half first period goals betting it or booking at Seattle. Dallas. Dallas have a winning record in this. Or are they more to the under? They're more to the under. They are. Yes. And they're at home. So I'm going to book this one. I'm going to book the, the you, Dallas. You, you lost this last yesterday when you tried I to did. I did. Listen, you can't win them all. I got to take my shots. I'm taking, you're laying 130. So I'm going to take, I'm going to book it only because it's Dallas at home. The record for Dallas at home is 13, 18, and one to the first period over. So there are 18 but, unders, 13 overs, and two pushes. But Seattle is the exact opposite 19, 13, and one. Oh, this is going to be a sweat. It's going to be one nothing Dallas <laughs> after the first period. Right. I say one one, okay. or two nothing Dallas. I say two Dallas. Gets two has, that's actually one nothing Dallas or two nothing Dallas is more likely than one one. But um, I'll go with uh, with that. Would you like the team total over half a goal for Dallas? In team the first period, total half over half a goal. Yeah. What's the price? Uh, let me look and see. Every team's got every team's prices are all the same on this. It's just team total first period. Plus, uh, plus over let's half see. A um, it is plus one twenty on Dallas. Yes, over half a goal plus one twenty. One nothing Dallas gets us home. Yes. Oh no 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 no. Sorry, that's a puck line. Sorry, misreading things. Excuse oh. me. That's a puck line. Sorry sorry sorry. Uh, well, that's to win the game. I mean, that's to win the first period. Dallas to win the first period is plus 122. Yeah. Yeah. Or minus a half is plus plus 120, you said. That's yeah. No, uh, Seattle plus a half a goal is minus 150. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> Back of the story again. Yeah, I don't want that. I want the, I want the Dallas uh, to win the first period. One nothing. Plus 120. And I got plus 110 under. I got pluses all over the place. I like right. it. Booking that Toronto at Arizona, Toronto last night, 
uh, got there for us with the Vegas Golden Knights. Toronto is pretty darn good when it comes to getting this number. Toronto yes. uh, is 18, 15 and one on the okay. year like that for the, for the first period over and the Arizona coyotes are 20 and 13 to the first period over. They give them up. They give them up. They're on the back end. Toronto's yeah. on the back end. Toronto has gone seven and one first period overs over the last eight games. Hottest team in the NHL for yeah, first we're, period overs. We're betting this. We're betting this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before this one gets too high, we're laying 135. Is that the price right That's now? That's what I got last night. Now, yeah. okay. um, let me see where, uh, what, what did FanDuel do this morning? Uh, I, like, I like your price. So we're definitely yeah. going with that. Total is six. You've got total goals. It's 146 at yeah. Fandle. Yeah. I like it. It'll this. close at one. It'll close at 160 here in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 We got we got a good uh CLV. Very nice job. This 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 betting overnight has pluses and minuses. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like where you're at with this one. We're definitely betting this one. All right. My first bet for the weekend. Oh I took boy. it because I'm nervous about the number getting off the key number. Oh, 49ers plus three, even money. Look at you. I know it could have gotten better numbers. And okay? I wore a cowboy hat just because today. I didn't even know. That's great. I was going to, t- I should have taken four. I, I get it. But I was just waiting on Jimmy Garoppolo hand and waiting on everything happening here. But these two teams, I said it last night on the Daily Juice that they never played before in the postseason. My brain was clearly fried. They played thousands of times in the postseason. They never played a wild card round together. This is the first time they've played as well in, in the wild card round. San Francisco and Dallas in the wild card round. Yeah, man, they play like every year so many times in championship they games. games. Right? Yeah. They all, they always are one two seed, so they always met. Yeah. Later in the later in the playoffs, okay. not in this round, not in right. this round. Yep. I think this defense for Dallas has been coddled by a pathetic schedule. That's they have true. played no one in the last two months. Very true. They've played two playoff teams, one of which being Philadelphia in a game that meant nothing to Philadelphia and they didn't play the game straight. And they played one playoff team coming down the stretch. Arizona at home lost the game outright. True. This is the Niners. I think they showed something to me here. I got even money on this. I like it. I mean, the money line, you can bet the money line, but I love the fact that I got plus three even money on this last night. Yeah. Betting or booking 49ers plus three, even money against Dallas. I think I can assure you that all the books are going to need Dallas in this game. This is the game that the, the dog is going to be bet more than the favorite of all the games. So this is the, this is the popular dog of the week. Yes. Over this the Patriots. Yes. Interesting. It's Dallas. It's, okay. it's Dallas. And it's because the way the Niners got in, the way the Niners play, I think the Niners are 100% live to win a game. This would be one of those ones where nobody wants to get off of the three. <laughs> I can't believe that they didn't put this number. Um, I mean, did it? Was there a four, a flash of a four? I don't know. Oh, it opened four and a half. Where did it open four and a half? I thought over four and a half everywhere. No, no, three, three. This was an easy number to make Sunday. It's three. Uh, you look, look at uh, you know, like Westgate and Circa uh, were threes. Winbet was three. 
There was no, there was no force. Okay, I thought that would be great. Okay, um, I thought they opened up earlier than that. I'm interested because a couple places that I'm looking at have three minus twenty, which means you got even. That's what that means for people that are new to the show. Uh, or new to the three. It opened at three. I mean, according to the Action Network, it opened at three and a half. Mm, I don't open it was three and a half. I don't know. Maybe not Vegas. Yeah. Maybe offshore. DraftKings flashed at three and a half for approximately uh, six hours. (laughs) And then went. It was, yeah. It was three. And then it was 3.15, and he just finally went to three and a half and then went back to three six hours later. That was the only one. I just went through six different books. Either way, you put me to the test giving me this on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to close under three. No way. No way. They're, they're going to die on this three. They're dying on this three. There's no... I mean, unless Mattress Mac or somebody comes in, he ain't moving numbers. I mean, I don't know what kind of money it's going to take to get off the three. And the first one that does it, whichever way they go, the same Brinks truck that's coming to bet since he minus four is coming to bet the Cowboys minus two and a half, only because they can take three even somewhere else. They're not doing it, you know, for anything other than the great number, and the game could fall three. This game's a field goal game. I think I got a. I think I got to bet it with you, even though I like this Cowboys hat. I mean, this is a vintage. It is. It's beautiful. Beautiful hat. Um, I don't think they're going to win the game. I don't want them to win the game. I think, <laughs> I think San Francisco can be the team that upset the whole kit. Apple cart. Yeah, in the NFC. So, I mean, because off Niner fans, if Garoppolo goes back to the, if he goes back to the Super Bowl, can you imagine Garoppolo two trips to the Super Bowl? Would be what? All the hatred, all the haters, oh, all the people who think Garoppolo stuck. Really oh. stuck on that. <laughs> oh. that throw. If he gets, I just want him to have a redo on that throw he overthrew in the Super Bowl. The throw that he had to make and he couldn't make, the Brady makes, he couldn't make. Get a chance to go back and do it again. That he would have beat the Chiefs? Yeah. That, remember that remember the over the middle throw that he overthrew the wide open receiver? I had that game in game. I had that so wired. I thought they were going to win that game. Yeah, I had, was, we had a play. A, we had a mountain, a mountain <laughs> of money that was going to be. They would have been talking about me for a decade. What Ooh. I did with that in game because I didn't lose hardly nothing, but I had it so worked because I kept saying it during the game. And these guys in the room were watching me like eating pizza. Cause that once the game starts in the Super Bowl, everybody's done except the in-game guy. I'm sweating right. every play. I'm screaming at the TV. Guys are walking from like, get out of the way. I'm watching the game. I'm doing a game. And I had it lined up. If he completes that pass, you just brought that up in my head. Oh man. I think they can win. So I think you gotta you did the right thing taking the even money in the three. Cause um will you be upset if this goes to three and a half? Well, you go get more. I'd probably go get more. If you three and a half. Yeah, I'd probably go get more because I'd probably take that over money line because I do think the Niners win the game outright. So, right. but if I don't get, I, I'll wait to see where it goes. I also might tease it to see where I go. I mean, SoCal DJ Road Dogs 11 and 1 ATS 
last 12 in the wild card weekend. Yeah. They're very locked in the game. No, I didn't no. know that trend, but I like the Niners. Yeah. I like it even more with that trend, but I like the Niners. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good play. Um, I would just, Cowboys are, Cowboys are overrated, like really overrated all season. I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent with that. I think what's going to win this game for Dallas, their offense or their defense. It has to be their offense. Can't be their defense. So if they win, it's got to go over. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Niners are going to run the ball and play defense. Niners don't want to get into a 30, 35 type game. They can play it, but they don't want to do that. Let their defense eat. Run the ball, Debo Samuel. What two o'clock? I mean they they they're like a cat that has nine lives. They got down seventeen nothing to the Rams, and the Rams did not keep <laughs> scoring. All the Rams had to do to twenty one nothing. It was twenty one nothing. It was twenty one nothing at halftime. There's no reason. Like the Cowboys are not going to stop. They have to score, right? The totals fifty one in a Niners game. Yep. This screams. If you like Dallas, I think you got to like the over. And if you like the Niners, I think you got to really like the under. Yeah. So. It's an interesting thing. I can't, I mean, we're going to, we're going to talk about it all week. Um, and you can same game, tease it. You can take it from, if it gets to three and a half, I'll put it up. I'll put up to nine and a half, take the total from 52, put it up to 58 and take it and bet the under. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I'll probably play the three and a half if it gets to that. So getting, let me cross nine. Let me get all, let me get off of nine and go to nine and a half and take the under because they could get a seven or eight point victory, even nine point victory. So, that may be how I'll play it if I do end up getting it, but I'll probably be back for more. I just wanted to make sure I took the even money. I was like, I want even money. You're going to give me even money on plus three? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that number at two and a half. And I don't want a three and a half in laying minus 110, minus 120. Give me even money. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. You booking it or betting it? Oh, man. Right now, I'm betting. Oh, you wishy-washy white right I'm betting. now. No, no, no. Okay. I'm betting it. Right. I, I, I when, think- you say, when you say right now, you couch it, meaning I can go back and change my mind. Well, no, only because it, what if it goes to three and a half? Well, well I'd rather have it three and a yeah. half. Okay, but it's still, you still wouldn't book, you still wouldn't bet three. If you got three and a half, it's a better number, but you still wouldn't bet three. Why wouldn't you bet three if you bet three and a half? It's Wednesday. So what? All right. I like you taking a lead. This is putting me to the test. I'll bet it. I think the Niners, I just, it's going to be the public dog. But again, we're going to hear that all week too. It doesn't matter now. There's yeah. only 13 games left. The public dog doesn't mean squat. Like that's way of thinking. You're going to hear, oh, you got to take Dallas because the Niners are the public dog. The public dog gets there sometimes too. So um, well, the Niners were the public dog last week and they got there. They were the public dog last so. week. <laughs> a lot of people rooting for that team. So they got there. So yeah, that, that, there's our first play. But road dogs. Are we gonna have a position on all six games? I will. Okay. Oh yeah, I will. I'm going light all week. That's why I'm betting these first period hockey unders. I'm just I'm I'm dabbling. I'm just slightly. I'm not going heavy in NBA. I'm not going heavy into college basketball. I'm just kind of like plodding along. And then it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like we get rolling. Monday's going to be tough because I'll have you know multiple bets on Saturday. I'll have like four oh. or five bets going on Sunday, and then Monday's like one game. 
It's like, ooh. Okay. Monday's handle is going to be amazing. I can't believe it it, it, they singled out an NFL playoff game on a weekday after all the other games are done. So you want to talk about like for years, the Hawaii game Saturday night was always the get back game or the double up game, a Monday night playoff game with the NFL. And it's a nice high total. It's the Rams in the, in the, in the Cardinals round three. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. It's going to be, it's, it's, don't tell me they don't talk about gambling because the Tuesday morning knock on the door is going to be very interesting for a lot of people when it comes to that playoff weekend. So just FYI, don't tell me they don't put games on Monday night. They don't know what they're doing. They know exactly what they are doing. And it's a bookie's dream to have that yes. game, to have a playoff game on Monday night. Book, bookmaker, bookie, same deal. Yep. All right. Favorite thing about today. I know what my least favorite thing about today is already been. What's your favorite thing? <laughs> Least favorite thing is the internet conking out halfway into the show for the first time. Took 21 shows for that to happen. Hey, uh, yeah, well, uh, what do they say? You got to do something for three weeks before it takes effect or whatever. Something like that. I don't know. It it was a nice run. It's all right. We'll start a new one tomorrow. We're just like the the Grizzlies are going to win tomorrow. we'll, We'll get another streak going. Best thing about today is that. There's a couple NBA games that I think are, are, are a telltale sign for what we have to come. Charlotte, right. Philadelphia is going to be a fun game. It's a four o'clock game, uh, Pacific, seven o'clock Eastern. The five point spread, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. The total's already high. I think um, we'll know not whether Charlotte's for real or Philadelphia's for real. We'll know where these teams stand against each other. I'm looking now. Is my mindset in the book was always I got to know who can beat the best teams, who can beat Brooklyn, who can beat Milwaukee. One of these two teams might be them because you're Celtics. I'm done with them. No more of that. <laughs> no more of them. No more of that. No more. Of no more. That. And the other game tonight in the NBA, the favorite thing about today is Brooklyn and Chicago. We had an overnight line that I saw Brooklyn was favored. They're not favored no more. The Bulls are a fun basketball team to watch. Um, they've beat up on some bad teams. We'll see what they're made of. Brooklyn hasn't beaten a good team yet, right? Uh, you, did yeah. you give me the number? 0-7 or something against good teams? They're bad. I mean, yeah. but, and, but the Bulls will find out tonight. That's what the I Bulls mean. Are. We, we, got, yeah. we got two games in the NBA that have piqued my interest that I'll be keeping an eye on both like while I'm on the air on, on in-game live and also afterward, um, light night in hockey. Now mm-hmm. we got these first periods in. Oh, we got Bruins Canadians, so is that, got the rivalry. Got the rivalry game. Is anybody really watching that one? I do. I hate the I hate the Canadians. <laughs> so yes, I do. I watch that game, of course. Is, is that still a thing? The Canadians are so bad. I guess the rivalry. What run. do I care? If the Yankees it's suck. True. I still hate the Yankees. True. Just, very true. Why, why, why do I care if they suck? Good. Go beat them. Go beat the hell. They signed Tuca. Tuca's back. So we got Raskin. Yet. Not tonight, but they brought Tuca back. Yeah. Is that a big deal for for Bruins people? Hell yeah. Tuca? Sure. All right. Huge debate as to whether or not Tuca's great or not. So that's been the whole thing. But yes, Tuca. Having him in the back pocket will help for sure. Huge. My gosh. At times, the best goaltender in the league. He's had stretches where he's been incredible. So... Tuka coming back is a big deal for the Bruins. That's that's huge. With the injuries they've suffered this year, with all the COVID nonsense they've gone through, it's, it's it, getting him back is big. Uh, for me, the best thing about today is, you know when one of your favorite players retires and it's like, man, 
Did you leave too soon? Eric Weddle coming back for the Rams is unbelievable. We we didn't talk about this. You this dude shut me that thing, and I was like, "Is he kidding?" Like this dude is in a six-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. This dude has got four pick sixes in his career, eight forced fumbles. He started with the Chargers. He wound up retiring with the Rams in 2019. But this dude is a baller. I cannot believe he's playing on Monday night. What has he been doing? Who the hell knows? Like, but I think this is unbelievable. And say, hey, man, you want to play in the uh, wild card round? Because they they okay. lost their starting safety and they're stuck. And so Jordan Fuller's done. And so the Rams are like, what do we do? How do we figure this out? Get Weddle and on then, the phone. I mean, like, what is, get Weddle on the phone. See what he's doing. Yep. You want to play? You want to play in a playoff game? Start stretching today? Like, I'll be ready. I'll see you at practice well, tomorrow. Most of these guys stay ready, though. Most of these guys still are workout freaks. It's in their nature. It's in their, I mean, Terrell Owens wants to play. I mean, Terrell well, Owens at the Bama game. I mean, th- there are certain dudes that just, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you saw that interview with, with Andrew Luck, but some dudes just stop eating. <laughs> Andrew, Luck, Andrew Luck looks emaciated. Like, Andrew where, Luck where, looks where, like where he you go? care of a two-year-old. He didn't look like he ain't slept in, in days. And he ain't, he ain't eating a square meal in a year. Yeah. I couldn't believe. I was like, "Wait, that's Andrew Luck." I did a double take myself. It's funny you yeah. said. I was like, He's wow. like, "I was like, whoa." So like, some guys definitely get away from it. Like, I, I always love the offensive line deflation. Like the linemen that are like huge. Well, they, and they, go one ways. they go from gigantic to human beings, or they go bad, bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, t- Teddy Bruski went from like Bruski to Wooski. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went way down, but Eric Weddle, he must be working out because he's going to play in a playoff game. I mean, it's unbelievable. Is but he's playing. No, they, they, they announced it this morning. He's out. Wow. Big loss for the Cardinals. Big Hopkins out. They may have JJ Watt back, but Hopkins is out for Monday. Wow. I don't, it's surprising that the move came on Arizona. Then I think it's coming back on, on the Rams. Wow. Yeah, I thought he was playing. Yeah. Uh, they made that. They, it's big for that offense, not to have Hopkins. They really, I mean, I thought they would have him. Um, uh, according to Greg Beecham, who covers the Rams for the LA times, Cliff Kingsbury can, this morning confirms to the LA media that wide receiver, Daniel Hopkins will not be ready to return from knee surgery for Monday, but the Cardinals are hoping that JJ Watt will practice this week and could play Monday. Wow. Okay. So there you go. There you go. Guys, if you have not subscribed yet to the YouTube channel for props, please do so. Go search props.com. If you guys haven't gone to Apple rate review, subscribe to the podcast. You get it each and every day. Hopefully the internet won't do what it did last time. So thank you for everybody who stuck with us today on that. Our first little bit of technical difficulties on our 21st show. So hopefully that's not going to happen again to our 42nd show. So let's go in a little bit of a run here. He's Dave Sherapin. I'm Matt Peralt. Talk to you tomorrow for a Thursday's edition of the Bostonian versus the book.